Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. This could be the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell Haz that I got back-to-back hundreds that second 11 game as well? <laughs> what? With the ball in hand. <laughs> <laughs> Is it at the Wacker? It's at the Wacker, I in, in front of two and a half people. <laughs> <laughs> was Lee there watching, was he? <laughs> I had just met Sonia Kruger. Couldn't get a word out. Time elapsed, two hours, three hours, and you're sort of sitting there like, yeah, get your hand off it. No way. <laughs> but, it's like the sausage cone from Macca's, isn't oh. it? That's like, you get a mortgage for that now, don't you? <laughs> and now over to Lee, Sam, and Mitch with the marvellous... We Got The Chocolates Podcast. Scouts, We Got The Chocolates Podcast, episode 98 is here. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And I'm Andrew. And you're back at the only place you get the feel of a post-match beer after a home game in your headphones. Hope you are ready and strapped in for some sports chat and debates that you would definitely reserve for your mates. Indeed. And this episode, we're joined by a man who has played professional cricket for the South Australian Redbacks and more recently a reality TV star as a housemate on Big Brother Season 3. Nick Benson. Nick, you with us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Nick, it is an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you so much for being on. This is one that we've been excited about, that's for sure. My heart rate is actually up quite a bit at the moment, Nick, because you've pulled off one of the all-time great stitch-ups there, I reckon. <laughs> Obviously, when planning, and you guys know, when planning you know, podcast episode 98 for We Got The Chocolates, there's a lot of planning that goes into that, a lot of organisation. And when you sort of organise the time with the guests that you've got on, and you're like, 8 o'clock, mate, yeah, and we're running a little bit behind, which people expect, because obviously Goaty, we've got to wait for him to get here and stuff. Uh, That's what usually happens, yeah. <laughs> and then, then when you get a message at like 8.01 that says, hey, sorry, bro, won't be able to do that Zoom call anymore. <laughs> I've just genuinely capitulated. Oh, you were so rattled. <laughs> Oh, only for better to go. Nah, joke of the day, mate. That's a belter. Yeah, we got all four of us actually at the same <laughs> really time. Really rattled us. Yeah. Well, he'd actually try to tip Goaty off about it. Goaty just says, yeah, "Check his message." Yeah, I, was, I was having a dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favourite things to do. Like you know, when you're catching up with a mate at the pub mm. and you're sort of walking in, you can see him just sitting there. I sort of just wait in the lobby for five minutes and I send him a message, <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, I'm so sorry. You know, buddy." Forgot to feed feed the cat. I've got to go home. I'll be another hour, and you just sort of watch his face, and then you creep up behind him. But, yeah, 
that's sort of my humour. I like it. It's hilarious. <laughs> if, 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 I'll be shocked if I'm not doing that this weekend. Problem is, though, you are actually an hour late. That's it. Yeah, that's like, text people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I'm two hours late. <laughs> Crab, you really got me this time. What I would just love to do, though, is take my pain from that situation, my pain and anguish, and turn it into a learning experience for me so that I then get to recoup laughter on the other end. I want to be in Benno's position where I put someone else under the pump. <laughs> Uh, but Beto, we do actually always start with like a, an actual joke of the day. Do you want to take that on? I mean, Mitch hasn't told one for a while. He's got one stored up, but I, 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 reckon, <laughs> I reckon you've got one, surely. I've, yeah, I've got my one go-to joke, so bear with me. I'm a little bit rusty, but um, in more ways than one. Hey. <laughs> Don't laugh, go. Don't you dare laugh, mate. <laughs> um, so a bloke, a bloke walks into a bar and he says to the bartender, Love, I want eight double scotches and coke pronto. She lines up the glasses and she starts pouring them and he starts sculling them. Anyway, she's poured four and he's sculled all four. And she looks at him and, gee, and says, Geez, mate, you must be thirsty. And he says, love, if you had what I had, you'd do the exact same thing. Now, pour me next four, will you? She goes, no worries, and pours the next four. And he starts sculling again. Anyway, she goes to the cash register, and she can't help herself. She's intrigued. She turns back to the bloke and says, mate, I'm so sorry, but what is it exactly that you have? He polishes off his eighth and final double scotch and coke, and he says, lovey, I got fucking one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the only one. <laughs> That's, That's a strong one. That's that. good. Yeah. Yeah. Well so, Beno, I wanted to start us off, mate. Obviously, you're sort of most recently you've been been in the in the media on the uh, Australian Big Brother. I was wondering if you could tell us a bit about that. What what made you want to go on there? And, and excuse my <laughs> ignorance, but just tell me a bit about it in general. <laughs> Look, I've been a closet Big Brother watcher since like day dot i don't know i just really like the show i like the old style show where you sit around and just drink beers all day um <laughs> oh, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> that is a yeah, good show. So <laughs> i would have been all right at that one but this one's more like a i guess like a survivor sort of series and i didn't actually watch last year's show i work away so uh, my wife sent me a message saying like i reckon you should apply and sort of i just gave her the old yeah no worries whatever sort of response and I sent in an application form and about a month later that I'm getting a phone call from the executive producer saying Nick we want you in the house and like I was yeah, got pretty real pretty quick so yeah I had a had a great time but it was actually really hard like mentally like you just TV's a wonderful thing it looks great but yeah they were some long days in there yeah, yeah, I was Good. like spraying my missus for wanting to watch Big Brother because I never really watched it back in the day, and, <laughs> and I love Survivor. And then so when she was watching, I watched a couple of episodes. I was like, actually, this isn't too bad because it is like Survivor. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah, it surprised right. me. Yeah, like the challenges are pretty full on. Like you know when you see Survivor or Big Brother and it says time elapsed two hours, three hours, and you're sort of sitting there like, yeah, get your hand off it, no way. <laughs> but. <laughs> I was sitting at one of those challenges because I was in the shot, like in between these two chicks, like going against each other. And I promise you, it was like two to three hours. I was just sitting there, not saying a word, not saying anything, watching these two chicks just hang from a bar. And I was like, well, yeah, this is actually really what it's like. <laughs> oh, 
It's horrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, obviously, Beto, we'll, we know you through cricket, which we'll get onto in the back half of the episode. But Goaty was actually, I mean, Goaty, I'd, I'd hate giving you compliments, but mm-hmm. you actually broke this news to me, I reckon, before I read it on any news outlet. Like, yeah. you, messaged me, you messaged me going, Beto's in the Big Brother house. Yeah, it just came up on telly. I'm like, this could be the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right and we were we were ridiculously excited and then Benno it's funny that you mentioned the old series because I I like as a preparation here I watched watched a few of the episodes did a bit of a binge watch of Benno's big brother appearances and your first three seconds in the house you'd cracked a beer <laughs> yeah I, I honestly it was world record pace I had the driest mouth I had the mouth I had just met Sonia Kruger, couldn't get a word out, and, and I seen a frothy, and I just went, bang. Yeah. <laughs> I won gold, that's for sure. You ever. And then your other thing, your other thing that I just found fascinating, it just looked like so you was like so for anyone that hasn't watched big brother the first episode basically they ended up being like you and dan ended up being sort of like the what was your name your couple no, the, not couple yeah, name but your wet, dynamic duo the wet bandits <laughs> so and it was like a forced relationship because this bloke got like a challenge that said you've got to escape the house here's the way to do it take one person with you and so Benno, Benno's got woken up in the middle of the night. He's wearing no clothes. Like he's just wearing, <laughs> sleeping in shorts. Oh, I also thought you meant nude. Uh, yeah, right. that would have been better for the viewers. But uh, no. Well, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's gone in. And like again, Benno, that same thing you said, I was like, surely they're not actually in there for three days. But Benno had to make a shirt out of a towel. <laughs> he's wearing a poncho. Three days. Didn't, didn't brush my teeth. The only oh. thing that got the only thing that got brought to me was my puffer. Oh. <laughs> what the heck? That's yeah, a, that's a like, genuine three dayer. Sorry, I tell a lie. It was two days and about sixteen hours. Like it didn't quite get to the three days because my little mate Dan was going absolutely mental in there. Like we both, because you don't get told anything when Big Brother when we got told is like you'll spend the next three nights in here we we were just like the same thing yeah whatever that's what they say on tv but it doesn't really happen actually in the house like they can't keep us in here for three days we'll kill one another yeah. <laughs> but then then like day one goes and like we're just sort of sitting around doing nothing day two goes and then it's like we are got to be in here for three nights do you believe it so yeah uh, it was um, it was forced but yeah it was good fun i found it so fascinating too because your your TV appearances during those three days accounted for about 18 seconds worth of television. That's right. So three days in there equals one episode. So that's what I mean by, like, people, you just don't, yeah, there's a lot of downtime. They wake you up. You don't know what time because there's no clock in there. You don't know what day it is. But, yeah, they, they wake you up very early because, obviously, they're paying the cameraman. So... You know, and then they get 16 hours of footage and it's just like, and you've got to make conversation with people that just got no mm. interest whatsoever <laughs> that you've got. Like, you know, yeah, right. oh, it was, it was hard, hard work, but yeah, yeah. anyway. Right. How long did you end up being in the, the whole house for yeah, the whole time? Yeah, 20, 28 days. So right. 
I think I made nine episodes, but we did eight days in a hotel before the show because there was some bushfires in Manly. <laughs> like it was just like almost unheard of, but yeah. So 27 days and it was a long, long time. Now you said your, your wife or now wife uh, nominated or told you to nominate Benno. You, you've been in a long-term relationship and with a long engagement. Yes. No, we've been together close to eight years. We got married April. So yeah, got married when I got out of the house. I don't know what that sort of says. Like, can you F off and go into a house so I don't have to Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't have a phone. You, like the only time you get contacted is if, you know, someone passes away or something pretty drastic happens. So yeah, we went without talking for 28 days and yeah, no, it's hard work. And she likes you more. Yeah, no, she <laughs> likes me more. She she wanted to marry me, so I don't know what happened. Might be what Mitch needs. You need to spend 28 days away from Eloise mm, and no. that might might hey. happen for you. Yeah, right. There we go. It's been funny. He's been practicing lunges around this house, but I just don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, so Beto, what was your in, what was your overall relationship, just to compare to Mitch's here, what was your time together yeah. before marriage? We got engaged five years, so yeah, we were meant to get married like just before COVID hit, and then we we missed out on that first wedding by five days or something. So yeah, married about seven years. We got married seven years. Yeah, it's about yeah, I think we're we're close to around eight years. I'm not great with numbers, boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. They got you covered, skin or uh, just covered? I think I'm. I think I maybe just hit me seven years. Yeah, so. Probably, probably should have taken some action by now, I would think. But. <laughs> Come on, buddy. I reckon he I'll follows in Benno's footsteps, straight on Big Brother, yeah, and then out and married. Yeah, mm. right, I'll get on the next season. Sure. Three days in the, three days <laughs> in the bunker. The amount of the followers this podcast is getting, the moment your body's smooth straight in skin. Yeah, mm. makes sense. They'll come knocking skin. They <laughs> don't call us, we'll call you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, you probably don't remember. It was, it was a while ago that it was posted, but you uh, responded to one of our segments on social media. And I, I posted an issue. I was, my, my fishing line was getting tangled and I couldn't fix it up. And basically, the, the answer from the. You don't fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the answer was give up, give up on it because there's, there's no hope. And, and that's true. So I, I asked, what's got you stumped? And we had a few answers. One of them, again, was why skin hasn't proposed. Uh, a few people. <laughs> has everyone stumped? <laughs> that was also from Bad <laughs> no, I actually put that in as well. <laughs> a few people uh, were stumped on the rules of cricket because I guess we have some overseas followers who had no idea what cricket was. Yeah, we always get asked that. That's one of the top. Mm. top three questions tell them not to learn either <laughs> <laughs> don't bother, don't bother. Yeah, not worth it um but benno your answer was bakeries charging for sauce not happy with that eh? it's a disgrace <laughs> it is an absolute disgrace like 50 cents for one of those little master food sachets and it doesn't even it's not even enough sauce but you can go into a Woolworths and buy a big tub for three dollars fifty. <laughs> just, just put them on the tables for everyone, and you know, I just I've never understood it. I, I love a pie. I love pastry. Um, <laughs> I'm surely not the only one. Fifty no, cent uh, sauce. You're not the only fast bowler. You're not the only fast bowler too, Ben. Luke Feldman, who is a regular commenter on this show, he has the exact same disappointment every time he goes to the bakery, which is a lot before cricket as well for the yeah. Fox. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weekly disappointment. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. And then the other thing that gets me about that is like it used to be like 10 cents for sauce. 
Inflation just mm. it's, there should be things that's like the soft limits. It's like the soft serve cone from Macca's, isn't oh. it? That's like you need to get a mortgage for that now, don't you? <laughs> 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 we're really, we're really, what are they out there? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. I bought one since an arm. I don't know. Goaty still goes and goes, Can I have a 40 cent cone? Thanks. And like, yeah, no worries. It's a dollar. Yeah, that'd be 9 30. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because I almost disagreed with you when I, I was thinking that they were just 10 cents a piece or something. I was thinking it was a bit of, bit of a Big deal about nothing, but fifty cents is outrageous for that much sauce. And and then you've got the issue of you get the to the end of your pie or whatever you eat and you haven't got enough sauce. It's never enough sauce in that. Yeah, thing. You get two sauces and you got too much sauce, and now you need another pie. It's a drama. It just... Mitch, when you're having a pie at seven o'clock in the morning and then another at ten thirty every single day, it, uh. it just starts to. To creep up on you that fifty cents. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can appreciate that, isn't it? See, Mitch Mitch is that tight, Benno, that he would teach himself to like pies without sauce just to avoid <laughs> avoid paying the fifty cents. Mm, dry. <laughs> This'll teach him. I just won't buy it. Uh, and Benno, just on your uh, on your sort of pie habit there. Um, is there any truth to this rumour? I just wanted to address this. Your day job, obviously, prior to being a media star in the Big Brother house, painter, correct? Yeah. Right, so correct. far. That's good. Sadly. Uh, <laughs> I've got another story about that, but I'll save it for the second half. Yeah. Um, and then you are colourblind? <laughs> yeah. That's um, true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, did you want to challenge yourself or something? Or like? <laughs> What's the one well, thing I, you shouldn't be good at? Painting yeah. <laughs> No, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep it quiet as well. So it probably didn't oh, help. Sorry so about that. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot, no, of, we got a lot yeah. of listeners. Yeah, I was going to say 84,000 Instagram followers now that won't want their house painted by me in pinks and purples. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's for Mauve, actually. But sort, of, sort of ever since the show um, like come out and they we're sort of like Nick the colorblind painter. It's actually been really good. So I've been, you know, same sort of thing, walking into people's houses and, you know, cracking open a tin of grey and, you know, saying saying this red looks fantastic. They <laughs> <laughs> just sort of look at me and I, I'm always a bit in front of them going, I know I'm colorblind, but you don't know I'm colorblind. Like, but yeah, anyway. But no. That's so good. yeah, I struggle with my colours a little bit. So yeah, painting wasn't the best <laughs> trade. Is it specific colours? Because the other thing you shouldn't be good at, especially if you're red green colourblind, is cricket. Surely, I've never understood uh, that. Yeah, so it, 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 it's yeah. So blues and purples. Um, you're not. <laughs> so weird. I had this conversation with a bloke today about it because <laughs> he literally come up to me and said, "Are you actually colourblind?" And I. It's well, why the fuck would I say I'm cold? <laughs> <laughs> that is an odd thing to lie about, isn't it? <laughs> what would the you motive be? You don't see, like, and I think this bloke thought it was like old ABC TV, you just see black and white sort of thing. <laughs> like, you actually see colors, but there's all tinges and whatnot around them, so that's where it, yeah, it struggles, um, yeah. with all that. But yeah, the red ball, um, I'm hopeless at that, white ball, not much better, so. <laughs> Yeah, and didn't enjoy the pink ball for those 2020 <laughs> Thursday night games at 10 past 8. That was glorious. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness me. 
That's fantastic. Okay. Well, it's quite interesting there, uh, Benno. A segment that Goaty started on this particular podcast was the Goaty's most overrated list. I don't know if you've got any to add to your list. Um, and obviously, something that we can we can add on to the list now is being able to see colours as a painter. <laughs> Which I didn't realise. Yeah, no, overrated. <laughs> Anything else you uh, stick it on that list, Benno? No, no, I'm going to leave this up to Goaty. Yeah, I've got a couple. Let's get Benno's thoughts on your ones. I I think uh, one thing I can't stand, I don't like opening and closing ceremonies to the Olympics. <laughs> I think they're fucking boring. I think that's fair, except for London 2012 when they had the Spice Girls at the uh, closing. That was elite. They were about 52. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would get me. <laughs> Thanks. Especially the last ones when there was no one in the crowd yeah. with the opening ceremony. Oh, but do they even yeah, really need weird. to have one then? Has anyone ever watched the closing ceremony? No. I know. Like, I'll get around the opening ceremony no. maybe a little bit, but what happens no. at a closing ceremony? I think they get a bit looser. I reckon oh. they go in with a couple under the belt. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. It's usually sense. like a bit of Dutch carry yeah. end or something, isn't it? Like, no. they're trying to get like an act uh, or something. Haven't, nah. Does it go for as long? You're asking the wrong person, right. buddy. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> we'll never, we'll never Scooby. Sorry, I made it about eight minutes through the opening ceremony this year, and just decided it was dust. Yeah, the part I enjoyed—I'm not sure if you guys agree with me here—but the part I enjoyed of the opening ceremony was it was a great geography lesson because mm. any time a country comes out, I'm like, where in the world is that? Like, you have no idea. Oh, just yeah. start googling countries, going, like, oh, yeah, sweet, it's in Africa. Quick singles and four-day cricket—I really don't like either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Cool. Right that's good. Cool. <laughs> nah, Lee can. I'm fine. <laughs> Benna, you'd probably agree with that as a bowler too. Yes, one hundred percent. Hope you've enjoyed the episode so far. We're stopping for a very quick drinks break, guys. You know how I have a significant issue with lateness. Mm-hmm. Well, the other day, driving to school, first bell rings at eight thirty, so I should really probably be there by. 8.30 at least anyway I was killing it this day I was like I'm getting here at 8.25 turns out I was late but I thought I've got time for a coffee here so I'm going straight into this local cafe and you'll never guess what I found uh, full head of hair stepladder jeez <laughs> sorry that I told this story no it was just the coffee syrups and smoothie bases from Alchemy really you're kidding Alchemy Cordials, eh? That's a, uh, a weird coincidence because we just happen to be able to offer 10% off plus free shipping on all Alchemy products to our listeners when they use the code WGTC10 at alchemycordial.com.au. Yeah, and if you're as obsessed with flavour as we are, then you know where to go. The team at Alchemy work hard to bring you new and innovative flavours that will blow your mind and your taste buds. Check them out at alchemycordial.com.au and use the code WGTC10. 10% off and free shipping. And please stop being late to all your engagements. It's quite an annoying habit. Thank you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> that was good. All right, now, Benno, as we've alluded to plenty of times, you uh, definitely have played Plenty of cricket, and we've actually played against you quite a few times. If that has to do, and I know you wanted to get on the front foot here about the games you've played against Benno. Yeah, <laughs> I do rem- remember one second eleven game where I might have got hundred in both innings against him. So I'm sorry about that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for that. How's that? Son? That's really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> touching moment mm. but Veno the thing that I want to speak to you about because I've just I've always I always just thought you know if I'm in this position I get to speak to Nick Benton there's one thing that I just have to ask him about and um and obviously sorry, you're on, Lee, yeah, Lee. yeah sorry Mike can I just tell Has that I got back to back hundreds that second 11 game as well <laughs> what? with the ball in hand <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you interrupted me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not that easy to do. It actually really isn't. (laughs) There were some big hundreds as well. Uh, It was a flat wicket, very, very flat. That that wasn't. That wasn't just you know creep to a hundred and then get out. That was. I pushed on after that hundred. I just kept. I knuckled down. I thought you know I got my first. Got me first hundred here. I'll I'll go again. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm really glad that you interrupted. That's good. Excellent. <laughs> Are we happy to? We, we, could, we could probably talk. We could just do one podcast episode just about that game. But, Beto, you're obviously on the phone here. Uh, so you can't see this, but I'm pretty sure as soon as I play the video, you're going to hear the audio. I think you'll know exactly what it is that I'm going to ask you about. Master. And he goes again, Matty Wade. Brilliant batting. Crab catch. At last. He loves it. Jeez, he's strutting too. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's enjoying a big Australia day. <laughs> Did I ever? <laughs> well, that is one Nick Benton. That is one Nick Benton indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's single greatest piece of vision I've ever seen. That was I remember that was watching great. that live. That was so good. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a little story about that. So I was up at work and because you do up here, you do eight days on, six days off. My mates had planned my buck show, but I didn't want to tell work. I was just coming off a written warning at work for doing something a bit stupid, but I didn't want to tell work that I had to go home halfway through 
you know, my swing for my buck show. So I actually can't even remember what the little white lie was, but I told my supervisor, I said, sorry, mate, got to get back to Adelaide. Then, yeah, proceeded to go on my buck show. I didn't post too much on social media. And then, lo and behold, <laughs> a, a ball comes flying straight at my face and I caught it. And I was that drunk at the time <laughs> that I caught it and my phone just started going berserk. And I went completely and utterly sober like that because I had my supervisor send me a message and I went, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I forgot. I've actually forgotten what the story was, but it was something. It was like a little story. But, yeah, then I was on TV in front of everyone with a yeah, crowd catch. <laughs> and, a, and a schooner skull as well. Yeah. And a sc- schooner skull, yeah. I was being very, um, very good that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just it's amazing. It's the greatest video anyone's ever seen. The, <laughs> even, like, even the commentary just works so well because yeah. it's like it's like they talk about the talk about the shot and then it just goes crowd catch. <laughs> <laughs> That's shelling peas. <laughs> and as he you says, know, to this day, it's the cleanest ball I've ever caught. Like <laughs> ever caught. That's what I was going to say. So you, however many beers deep, and you're bloody colourblind. Oh, How did you shot, make that look shot. so easy? Shots, beers, everything, and then it like I don't know. When, Lee, you'd know when you're keeping, and one just goes straight in the guts, and it's like that felt real good. He, does, <laughs> he, he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, just wrestling. But yeah, and I, it just like went straight in the middle. I'm not a very good fielder, but yeah, I. <laughs> I thought, well, what have I been doing for the last five years? 20 beers, four shots, and, you know, off I go. You probably actually <laughs> broke a finger, but didn't realise because of how drunk <laughs> you <No>. were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, it's just, it's some of the best that I've seen. It's unbelievable. Because I actually played plenty of games against you, Benno, down in South Australia. And I was going to say, like, I didn't enjoy facing you. And you also, like, managed to score runs against us all the time as well. But fielding, you wouldn't say that you were like renowned for, and then to see you on my TV doing that, I was just like, <laughs> look like Mark Wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's amazing how relaxed you are when you've got a gut. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, then the other, the other highlight, better that um that I've got here, the other piece of video that I think is um is worth noting, and and thought that you might be able to talk us through this one, Mitch. If you just start playing that, I'd, this one there's no commentary for, but it's actually you walking out to bat here, and the heading is Benton shoulders pain to see Redbacks home, and you you sort of just wandering out. Clearly in some discomfort, the first ball that we're about to watch is a genuine Yorker and you look like it's nearly taken your arms off. <laughs> uh, very painful, yeah. But then you've genuinely won the game. That's in 2015-16 at the Redbacks home. That's surely one of the great stories. Lads, is it not one of the most heroic sporting moments you've ever seen in your life? <laughs> well, interestingly, we actually go to ask a question on our social media the other day. What what sporting moment has made you cry, like with tears of happiness? <laughs> that was my response. <laughs> Nick Benton at the where's it at the Wacker? It's at the Wacker in in front of two and a half people. <laughs> was Lee there watching? Was he? <laughs> It's 
It's just so good. Jeez, we work well together, guys. Don't we ever? We need to do this more. <laughs> Get him on full time. We're, we're still just watching this video of you just yeah. like batting and just wrestling the ball with it's one arm. The best reverse leg glance you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Genuinely bad. You know so, about a ball before that. They still had like a mid on and mid off. So I played that York at like with one arm. And I remember Vo just at first slip, he was real angry. And he just, he yelled out, I think it was Marcus Harris at some point, no, Michael Hogan at mid on. And he said, Hogs, you think he's going to play a big on drive past you? <laughs> and I've got yeah, my one arm and I sort of had a chuckle to myself. I was shit bricks, but like it made me laugh a little bit. And then they all come up around the bat. But yeah, no, very, very lucky. Very lucky. Matt, I have to I have to get to South Australia later, but you know, Queensland cricket is a probably seen, I've heard, to be quite a unique bunch by other states. What's what's your or even, you know, the overall South Australian impression of the Bulls? All I remember about Queensland Bulls cricket is Forex Gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's about that's about it. Because every time I played five shield games, three at the Gabba, and I think we lost on day four every single one of those times and we just used to slowly walk into the change rooms at the balls and all I seen was 4X gold. <laughs> Probably had some country music playing on the background, people, people, people talking about hunting, that's that's what's normally going on. That's there, right, yeah. No, I've, yeah, not, you were a good bunch of blokes to play against. But yeah, well, we're on the topic. I mean, it'd be hard not to mention that South Australian cricketers are also quite a rare breed from what we've sort of come up against. A lot of, I don't know, not, not that they're bad things, a lot of vegans and activists, people with moustaches. You know, how, how do you fit into the, the Redbacks crew there? Yeah, we were we were a bit different. Yeah, we weren't very good. But... <laughs> uh, stats don't lie. But um, yeah, no, we, 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 had a, we had a good time, that's for sure. I've always I wanted to ask you one question, Ben. And this isn't on the run sheet either. I played yeah. one. I played one game against you, and I, I spent most of it laughing, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> you speak about fielding, and uh, you were at mid off when you weren't bowling. I managed to bat for a little bit that time. You know, thirty balls, which is pretty long for me in second eleven. Um, <laughs> uh, you're flipping a coin most of the yeah. day whilst fielding. <laughs> whilst fielding. And if you got three or five in a row of something, you had to do something. Do you mind filling us in? heads game. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, four heads in a row. So, John Dalton, who played a few Shield games, uh-huh. come up with the game and we were just bored one time. And as you are a lot of the time in second 11 games when all they do is prepare pitches for batters. Isn't that right? Great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was hiding in eight that game, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, before you'd start flicking the coin, you have to come up with a dare. Mm. So we were playing Adelaide number 2 that game and there was those tennis courts and people playing tennis and whatnot. So one of the dares was four heads in a row and you have to go run over, sprint over to the fence, act as if you're, like, the judge person. And when they do a serve, yell out, Fault! <laughs> and then run back to mid-off. But, yes, that's probably why I was only on a list for three years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because then you got plucked out of obscurity to go and line umpire at um, Wimbledon. <laughs> so yeah, no, we yeah. Oh look, I I wish I could have it all back and concentrate on cricket a little bit more. But anyway, oh, I do. Uh, I, threw, I remember one of the days you guys ended up doing it, and you drank 
a West End, which controversial. I don't think they're a very good beer, but you know, um, Lawrence Water. Yeah, um, out of uh, your fast bowling companion's oh, no. shoe, but not just out of the yeah. shoe, out of the toe yeah. hole, which he'd cut out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a salty beer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Probably made it taste better, to be fair, being West End, I guess. <laughs> Good people, though, I've heard. Oh, yeah. Great people. <laughs> Is that your drink of choice post-game down there? I know you were talking about the 4X. No, nah, I hate I hate it. Okay. West End is is literally Torrens water. I don't know what your river is up there, but that's <laughs> it's yeah, not um, the Torrens. <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane River. Brisbane River. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm a I'm a Coopers Coopers okay, yeah. man. I don't know if you guys get Coopers yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, like the original yeah, parallel. Yeah. Mm. Original parallel dinner and a drink all in one. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first day. That's good. <laughs> Uh, isn't, isn't West End going out of business? That's, that's probably a bit off topic. Yeah, but, true, yeah. true, true, true. I think it's gone now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's Jeez. probably a good thing. Yeah. Skin, you just—I mean, you don't say that much, you but when you chime in, stuff on here. You got a segment name after you, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A fountain <laughs> of knowledge, strong contributions. <laughs> Sponsored the wrong cricket team, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Shit, come on. Come on. <laughs> I know you got a couple of hundreds, mate. But back off. Stop spraying their second eleven too. <laughs> Uh, well, better you were you were one of the rarer people that I ever played cricket against. That's for sure. I, I, I fondly remember Mitch was actually watching this game. Actually, it's the one game yeah. that Mitch came and watched in Adelaide was when Benno played against us in the semi final, and uh, I was batting like at the end of the day. It was getting quite dark. They had a guy that bowled quite fast, and then obviously Benno also bowled quite fast. So it was not the dream batting conditions, and I was like, sort of go to something you can. Uh, relate to I scared was like backing ball. away from the ball yeah. scared away from the ball yep. yep scared of the ball whilst batting and I remember Benno like just stopping in the middle of the wicket like for what seemed like a really <laughs> long time after I'd played and missed another ball <laughs> and I was like what's he actually doing here what's he going on and I remember him addressing me just going Lee I don't know how to describe how I'm feeling <laughs> like you're just you, you're internally ill you're that scared <laughs> of the ball <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I um, <laughs> I do say some pretty random things on the cricket field, and I, I I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you were spot on. I was also dismissed three balls later. You this <laughs> yeah. no. Not LBW because you weren't sitting in the way. No, I nicked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, our our cricket team, Port Adelaide. Um, oh. We we are the best front running side in the history of the world. <laughs> we would beat we would beat any Australian side if we had your three for twenty. Any, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're three for two hundred, we might as well not even field because that's what it's pretty much like. <laughs> so yeah, we all just go on our on our long yarns and yeah, I um yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that, mate. It's, it's Silly of me. It was very dark. <laughs> That's right, man. I, as you can tell, I've never never thought about it again. <laughs> Good. Um, and Benno, I wanted to ask you something from that game as well, actually, because as, as Lee said, I, I, I flew down and, and watched the game. I think it was like a semi-final or something. It was the, the one game I went down to watch, hopped on a plane. I had about 10 uni assignments to do to come watch Lee make zero off nine or something. It was good. Um, <laughs> pretty sure I got 20, so that's pretty much 50. <laughs> Four. Yeah. How'd you go to but, um, 20-odd? <laughs> But um, yeah, so there, there was a tea break. A tea, teas are a big deal down in Adelaide, which they aren't up in Brisbane. But so there was the big tea break in 
uh, in the clubhouse at lunch. And the one thing I remember about you and, and potentially about you being a little bit different is there was, there was a platter of chocolate-covered strawberries mm-hmm. and you oh, yeah. came in at tea. <laughs> and obviously, oh, you know yeah. you know how I'm not going to tell you the recipe for a chocolate-covered strawberry, but about half the strawberry ends up being covered in chocolate. And you, you picked up every, like pretty much every strawberry ate the chocolate half and put the other half back, back <laughs> not, not in the bin, back on the platter. <laughs> For someone else. Um, <laughs> well, I've, got, I've, I've got this thing with afternoon teas. I just don't understand why people, when it's afternoon tea time, why they walk to the change rooms to take their shoes off, walk straight to afternoon tea, take your shoes off at the door and then you get first dibs on everything. And if you are like that and you, you chunk into a little party pie, which, you know, they it's cold in the middle, you know, there's just one with a bite left on the table. And it, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me because I was first in there. Yeah, right. But yeah, no, the, the old chocolate strawberry, nothing wrong with that. Uh, well, it's uh, it's good, obviously, Benno, because we are called We Got The Chocolates, we actually have been fortunate enough to get Amy Sargentson chocolate on board, and they donate a little hamper to every single guest that comes onto this show. Uh, so you can make your own chocolate-coated strawberries, mate. We'll send that down to you. I'm not sure, like... Oops. Obviously, Australia Post is usually notoriously slow. <laughs> You'll get a one, though. <laughs> next yeah, one, next one I, he's um, playing for West Torrens. You'll get it. Should I drive up to get this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah, man, if you can just stop by on your way home. Uh, that, Have a passage. Yeah, that'd be better. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you could you could get away. We're back to like the sort of sledging, the coin tossing on during a game. You can get away with saying you do it because you're bored on the field. But being a painter, surely not much, you know, makes you oh, yeah. feel bored. Like painting is just so repetitive, surely. Well, do you get actually really offended by that statement? It's as boring as watching paint dry, Benno. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. I've got to the stage now where painting for me is therapeutic. Right. So, yeah, like it's it's sort of. It's got its pros for, and cons, obviously, but it's pros for me at the minute. Like uh, I'm finding it, I can just switch off. Not that I think of a hell of a lot anyway throughout the day, but, you know, like, yeah, when I'm thinking about that time that I nicked Lee off five years ago, like, <laughs> like, like I don't think, no, I, I, I don't find it boring, but I, yeah, I am. Um, I still don't know why I picked the trade, to be honest. <laughs> well, well, I remember you were playing in a game. I think it might have even been that same game, but you were fielding at like, and like I'd already been dismissed, but I was going and trying to move the sight screen and do something useful for considering I'd contributed no runs. And uh, I could hear what you were saying to a couple of our batters and you were going like, um, I think it was Kelvin, like, so... Both were on Good. contract. Yeah, both were on contract <laughs> for the Redbacks, but both obviously thinking that their time might be up. <laughs> it was a really weird dynamic because Beto was going, Kel, you got a job next year, mate? Want to come and paint with me? <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I know, that's that's going to sound like I'm an absolute, you know what? But it, yeah, it's, I only said that to June because June. You know, he's pretty good at taking a joke, but 
Yeah, no, that's also very harsh. Well, I'm just a bad person, aren't I? <laughs> well, no, you, I think you're you... hilarious. <laughs> uh, I think that too. And we've got one final piece of vision, actually, that definitely uh, does definitely testify to just how hilarious you are. I believe this is in a great game. This is actually captured and went viral because it was captured by umpire Cam. Is that what this is? The Australian cricket, <laughs> <laughs> the square leg umpire and fine. He's in great position, Mitch. Play the play the yeah, video. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> You're still running. What a wanker! Oh, it's too good. It is too so good. That- that's that was another reason why I like second eleven cricket. Not because you were a step closer to shield cricket. It was more so because you got to play with all like the blokes that you were possibly going to play against on the weekend. So the sledging started on the Tuesday on the flight to wherever you went. <laughs> so that one was Tom Andrews. So I asked to room with Tom. I asked to sit next to Tom on the flight. I asked to eat dinner with Tom, and I just went. I went at Tom all week. I said, you know, I will get you out on the weekend. <laughs> you just <laughs> mentally disintegrated. Yeah. You got a pair in a second eleven game before that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bugger! Like I actually bowled probably the ball of my life, and he snicked it, and I carried on like an absolute dick. Well, fair enough. If you've been working all week for a week, <laughs> <laughs> you would be pretty happy. Yeah. That's a proper mission on the tools to get someone's wicket. <laughs> oh, mate. That's good. Um, and just, just to wind us out here, I just thought I'd give you a chance. I always found this interesting too because I wasn't – I've never actually got the chance to ask you this in person. How <laughs> did you um, come about to be obsessed with the Sydney Swans? I know you love giving it to the Adelaide Crows and Port supporters <laughs> down there. You're a Swans man. <laughs> How did that come about? So back about – 10, 15 years ago, every single Sunday lunchtime, like it was like 11 30, 12 o'clock, it was Sydney Swans. It just felt like it was Sydney Swans at the SCG. Like, I'm talking like Troy Luff, Tony Lockett. It's probably longer than 15 years ago. Paul so, Kelly. Paul Kelly, all the Creswell, Maxwell, and that was it. Like, I was just, I used to watch them. I was never into Crows, never into Port, loved my footy, but oh, I'm, I'm in a group chat at the minute with four. Port supporters, um, Cam Valenti, like a mad one-eyed port man. And I have just been teeing off <laughs> all week, giving them, you know, like Ash Barty today, straight sets, 6-3, six, 6-love, six, like that they are going out in straight sets. So if, a bit like Tom Ant, if I can pull this off from the Monday leading up to the final for Port and they can lose, I just need Swans to win and Port <laughs> Port Adelaide, here we go, it gets better. I've thought it all through. Port Adelaide will play Sydney Swans at the Adelaide Oval. Lance Franklin will need three or four goals, I'm guessing, to get to 1,000. Nick Benson will cop a five grand fine and get barred barred from Adelaide Oval for the rest of his life. That's going to hurt a lot and, and whatnot, but I will have the footage and photo of me running up to Bud 1.5 metres away with my mask on saying, well done, mate. Bye-bye. 
Like the reverse Tony Lockett <laughs> record breaking. There's a hundred thousand. There's one person on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but if there's right. going to be one person, oh, I'd be hilarious. I can't wait. And Benton is the yeah. one you want. So boys, just say it with me. Port get done. Port <laughs> get done. Swans get up, and she's on. <laughs> I well, truly hope that happens. Yeah, I know we're on barricade now. That's for sure. Um, and Benno, you may as well stay around for this part where you always finish the podcast with uh, a segment called "You're in for a tweet," where is where we try and find any person that just deserves some credit from yeah. their social media activity. I think Goaty, you've got it. This yeah, week. a bit risque this one. Um, it was a uh, just a photo. It was a uh, a person's. Uh, I'm not sure if it was real or fake. A Tinder. Profile, not that I've ever seen one or been on one, but um, you should try it. Yeah, I should try it one day. Um, <laughs> so um, it was a person for golf fans. It was, it was a bloke playing Pebble Beach Golf Course, famous little par three down the hill. I think it's a six hole. Lovely photo too, by the way. And um, basically, the the, the tagline says uh, one fact, one lie. And he goes, "I've got a massive penis. I've never played Pebble Beach." <laughs> 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 Oh, so that was a good, worth a chuckle. <laughs> uh, so which one was a lie? I don't know. One <laughs> of the golf fans out there. That's excellent. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, well, Nick Benton, you have been fantastic, mate. We appreciate you making your debut on the We Got The Chocolates podcast. It's been unreal to speak to you. Are you done with cricket now, mate? We can't. Are we going to see any more social media videos of you with your wicket celebrations? Don't laugh, but I'm making a comeback this year. Ooh. <laughs> Johnny Farns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm. I think round one's probably about a month away, and yeah, I haven't picked up a bat or a ball for two years, but I'm on the comeback trail. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'm very excited by that. Um, yeah, a couple of side netters. Go to you. Just had your first hit for yeah for the whole off season as well, didn't you? And that went well. Yeah, him real good. <laughs> Except your round, your round ones next week. Isn't My it? round ones in four days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, outstanding, mate. Well, you've been magnificent. We'll definitely get that chocolate to you at some stage. Uh, see, see you in three days. Pick it up. <laughs> yeah, just if he actually rocked up. <laughs> well, he would. After that prank he pulled on me tonight, he probably would just knock on the door for the outside. Yeah, sorry about that. I just couldn't let it. I couldn't let it not happen. Yeah, uh, that's fine, mate. I can't wait till you knock on my door and say, "Hey, mate, I'm not going to be able to pick up those chocolates." <laughs> and then I open the door and you're there. <laughs> Thanks for having me, legends. Oh, well, that's as much as I've laughed for a long time. That's that's very good. Cheeks are sore. And you've been laughing. (laughs) The genuine, just the easiest set ever, Skin. Stop putting Uh, my tea for me, Skin. (laughs) What What are you doing? That's a a rookie error. Thanks for listening to episode 98 of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. And if you're the sort of guy or girl we'd love to have a beer with, then we would certainly like to hear from you because we reckon that everyone has something to offer the pod and the listening community. So whether you've got a crazy story or an opinion that's dividing your team or group of mates, it'd be awesome to get you on air and make you an official part of the We Got The Chocolates team. Mitch, where can people get in contact with us? Uh, obviously, social media, Instagram. We're back to being just We Got The Chocolates, no 2.0. Oh, Finally <laughs> solved that problem. We Got The Chocolates um, on Instagram. Anywhere now. Anywhere. We're just, we yeah. got the chocolates. we're just We Got The Chocolates no, on no, Facebook. No 2.0. 
Mm-hmm. Probably even YouTube, I would hope we're, we got the chocolates there. We should be nice and consistent. Everything's good. And then we have a website as well. If you're struggling to find anything, there'll be links to everything where you can just fill out a form and, and submit an email to us. That's wegotthechocolates.com.au. And guys, don't forget to give a rating and a review. Make it a good one too. Both. Absolutely. And um, also on that, press the follow button too. Yeah, on nice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I've actually been asked that question and I told him exactly to do that. Follow button, top right. Good idea. And in the show notes, you'll find some offers from our sponsors. So please support our podcast by supporting our sponsors. Absolutely. Remember, win, lose, or draw. If you're having a kick, a hit, or a good time with your mates, you're always getting the chocolates. We love having you here. We'll be back with you this time next week. Stop. Stop.